You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Donate your car today at carsforkids.org. 1877 Cars for Kids. Donate your car today. Zolak and Bertrand, middays on the Sports Hub. Taylor hangs off the left hip of Zappi. He's going to throw deep down the middle for Humphrey. And Jordan with another grab as he's collared down in the secondary with a tackle made by Kenny Robinson. That's a really, really good throw by Zappi. All right, welcome back to the Shaw's Patriots postgame show. It's Joe Murray and Tim McComb. We'll welcome in Greg Bedard in just a second here. But New England converted 21st downs today. And with every first down, Credit Union Kids at Heart will help fund promising studies into Moyo, Moya Moya, as well as clinical care toil, uh, tools. It's good. Yeah, the Moya, the Moya Moya, the tools there, Tim. Uh, for children accepted, learn more at cukidsatheart. We need a little Moya Moya. Let's get a little Moya Moya with Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal. Greg, a little sloppy early on for the offense, but you know they punched it in for a touchdown uh, later on. What, what were your thoughts on tonight's uh, appearance by Mac Jones? A little sop, sloppy? A little? Kind of like uh, my read there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I thought you know the first two series, two, three, and outs were basically – a continuation of what we've saw uh, seen mostly during camp and uh it was rough to be to be sort of generous um you know Mac Jones first possession they you know they tried to dial him up a couple of easy plays you know there was the throw a little bit behind Devontae Parker I mean I know Mac was probably trying to get him to settle down there but Devontae expected it on the front side um, still probably should have caught it, but it could have been a better throw. He throws high to Jacoby Myers on a little in-cut. Uh, it was rough. I mean, after Damian Harris gained six yards, a nice tough run on first down, and then the next six plays they totaled minus two yards. Um, and then they come out for the third possession, and they're just trying to get something going. They go with a, a throw behind the line of scrimmage, a throw three yards in front of the line of scrimmage, and then you know they hit the big – shot to Aguilar, uh, which was huge and, you know, much needed and helped get them into the end zone to generate at least some positivity uh, to to end the first team sort of stint in the game. Um, but, you know, look, the defense I thought played well, which they should have against, you know, a bunch of second teamers and third, third stringers. And uh, it was good to see pressure, good to see quickness. Um but I think, you know, the lasting image of that game is is the offense continuing to struggle, and now you're just looking at the the calendar and the clock, and it's getting late. 
and things need to start moving in a positive direction. Greg, I'm surprised they struggled when uh, Mac Jones is dealing with uh, Matt Patricia, who, uh, according to Mac, is, quote, uh, one of the most brilliant people I've ever been around in terms of football (laughs) knowledge. Hopefully we can grow for a long, long time here. Uh, What did you see along the sideline uh, tonight in terms of just the operation? Yeah, it was all Matt Patricia the the whole way. Uh, No Joe Judge. I thought it was interesting because, you know, after every possession, I'm watching the sidelines to see what goes on because, you know, the way I view doing my job, I'm not – I'm not here to tell you what you can see on your TV screens. I'm, t- I'm there to tell you what you can't see, which is sort of the mechanisms uh, on the sideline, especially during commercial breaks. And I, I found it interesting, just me personally, that uh, after the first two possessions, it was just Patricia and Judge sort of talking, whereas it, the, the last game, Bill Belichick was heavily involved uh, as soon as the series was over. He kind of left those guys on their own the first couple series, and then – uh, he got more involved as the game went along. Um, sort of the same mechanisms as far as the offensive line. Billy Yates, the assistant offensive line coach, was not on the sideline for the first half. He did come down in the second half. So, again, Matt Patricia had to do double duty as far as offensive coordinator, play caller, and offensive line coach, which uh, isn't an ideal, and I don't know how it's sustainable during the regular season. Um, we'll have to see how that goes. Um, but... Uh, you know, I mean, it's 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 what we've seen so far. I mean, you know, I think Matt Patricia is going to be the guy to call plays if it's not Belichick to start the season, and we'll have to see how that goes. Do you think Mac Jones came out too early, or did they want to have him leave on a good note after the touchdown draft? Uh, I think considering the state of the offensive line and how they had to reshuffle for this game and that they finally had some positivity on the third drive, I mean, why not? take him out um you know i thought it was it was a good point to remove him um you know they're they're going to get really tested a lot next week against vegas um not only you know with the game but also the two joint practices so i yeah i i don't see i don't know what the sense would have been running him out there again i mean it only probably could have gotten worse from there so why not leave on a high note uh, Greg, I want to get your thoughts on, on the wide receiver group, and it feels like this is kind of going to be one of the big storylines here moving forward for the rest of preseason. Um, and I guess we'll start with Kendrick Bourne. He didn't dress tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Bill Belichick saying after the game that he uh, was uh, not available, uh, kept that short. And then we had Mike Giardi tweeting out during the game from NFL Network that uh, Bourne apparently is not injured. Uh, what did you make of him not playing today? And and what have you made of his camp so far? It feels like that was a player that felt like had a lot of momentum coming off of last year, and it's been relatively quiet for him so far in camp. Yeah, definitely a curious decision for him not to be seen anywhere, um, you, you know, not even dressed and on the sidelines. Um, I, I do know that some teams have been monitoring his situation. We're interested to see him on the field tonight because you know they read press reports just like everybody else and they see that his role has diminished in you know the last week or so um i can't remember the last time he made a play in practice especially down the field uh as he loses snaps to tyquan thornton nelson Aguilar. of course thornton got hurt tonight so we'll have to see how that goes and whether it's serious um yeah, you know, Mike says he wasn't injured. You just wonder there could be a personal thing. But what what was interesting, and I don't know what to make of it, it just uh, adds to sort of the mystery. So you guys know we're in the locker room now for the first time in a couple of years. And Bourne's 
locker was open, um, you know, like Trent Brown's was closed. So I assume Trent never even showed up tonight. I assume he was just given the night off. I mean, he's a veteran. He has had a lot of reps in camp. Um, I assume he was just given the night off. That's the information that, that I've received. Um, but so his locker was closed, mm-hmm. just like Kendrick uh, uh, Wilkerson's was. And, but Bournes was open, and his game day jersey was on his shoulder pads in his locker, which normally indicates you're expected to play or suit up or something like that. Um, his locker was open. He did have a travel bag. They're getting ready. Everyone had a travel bag out, getting ready to pack to go on the Vegas trip. Um, he didn't have anything in his bag, but it's a good sign that his bag was at his locker. That means that he's expected to be on the trip, and that's what Belichick indica- indicated tonight. But, um, yeah, just a, I don't know what to make of it. I really don't. I mean, it just it looks highly suspicious. Um, you know, it leads you to believe, uh, could he be on the trade block? Where are they holding him out to possibly trade him this week? Um, you just don't know. But, you know, maybe the Tyquan Thornton injury, if this is a prolonged thing, maybe it changes – uh, the the formula for the Patriots, but it's definitely at the least it's a very curious situation. Just on the Tyquan Thornton injury, obviously we don't know what it is. We'll, we'll probably get more in the next couple of days, but this is now another rookie receiver that's gotten hurt in the preseason. You know, Nikhil Harry did came back, hurt himself the whole season. I mean, I think it happened with Aaron Dobson with a foot years ago. How careful do they have to be with Thornton, depending on what the injury is? Uh. You know, it, they announced it as a shoulder injury, and he was immediately um, ruled out of the game. It was kind of later in the game, so you can't, you know, look too much into that. It is a little bit curious that the Patriots pretty much list uh, everybody who has, um, you know, even a hangnail as questionable to return in a game, and they immediately ruled him out. Uh, he was not in the locker room at all after the game, which, again, isn't a great sign for how they do things if it's minor or just something you know they're normally in the locker room he was not seen at all um i didn't see the play but uh, the descriptions that i've seen maybe you guys saw it that you know he was sort of tackled to the turf sort of like a game tackle type of thing um if that's the case with his body type how thin he is those are the type of things you worried about uh in terms of his size as a rookie and so He's had a he's had a very good camp for a rookie so far. He's been very impressive. It's, he's the type of kid who, watching him every day, he gets better. And so, for him to have to miss any time, we'll have to see. Even if that's the case, it's it's not ideal for him. But uh, he's impressed me so far. He seems very sharp. He's gotten with the offense. I don't think it's another Nikhil Harry situation. Um, Nikhil needed to be on the field as much as possible. I think Taekwon's a little bit more advanced. But we'll we'll have to monitor that. Certainly, uh, keep our eyes on any uh, injury reports for Tyquan Thornton. We'll uh, continue talking with Greg Bedard from the Boston Sports Journal. But first, let's get the look at the Sports Hub headlines here with Tim McCone. Sports Hub headlines. Yeah, the Patriots at the 2010 win over the Panthers tonight. Mac Jones finishing 4 of 8 for 61 yards, including a 45-yard pass to Nelson Aguilar. Uh, Kendrick Bourne did not dress for this game. Bill Belichick saying post-game that Bourne was, quote, not available. Uh, meanwhile, wide receiver Tyquan Thornton left the game 
with a shoulder injury. Two other games on the schedule tonight in the NFL Packers with a 2010 win over the Saints. And the Rams lead the Texans 6-0 right now late in the second quarter. Red Sox, meanwhile, fall into the Orioles tonight, 15-10. Sports of Headlines brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Valvoline Instant Oil Change wants to help you prepare your car for all your road trips. They offer completely contactless service with their 15-minute drive-through service. You don't even need to make an appointment. Visit getanoilchange.com for a coupon to save on your next oil change. I'm Tim McCone. Postgame continues next on the Safety Insurance 98.5 The Sports Hub Patriots Radio Network. Moya Moya disease is a common cause of stroke in children. This season, for every New England first down, Credit Union's Kids at Heart will help fund promising studies into Moya Moya as well as clinical care tools for children affected. Learn more at cukidsatheart.org. The first downs to fight Moya Moya is generously supported by Grand State Credit Union and Rockland Federal Credit Union. Take a look. Reed's Ferry Sheds wants you to take a look at the sheds sold at the big home improvement store. They're made with particle board. And we both know when particle board meets water, it turns to fall a particle board. For the same price, you could own a better-built Reed's Ferry Shed. Backed by a 30-year warranty installed by Reed's Ferry. Call Reed's Ferry this week and schedule your installation. Call 888-85-SHEDS. Need a shed? If it says Reed's Ferry, you got a good one. Hey, it's Beetle. This football season, if you want to score big on an engagement ring, there's only one place to go. The Diamond Guild, for New England's largest selection of engagement rings at wholesale prices. Reserve at thediamondguild.com or call 781-55-RINGS. Summer is finally here. Time for swimming, golfing, boating, or anything else you like to do. Now imagine doing that activity without the hassle of contact lenses and glasses. Right now is the perfect time to get LASIK eye surgery with the team at Boston Vision. For a limited time, Boston Vision is offering $500 off LASIK. You can also finance the procedure for 12 months interest-free through their care credit program. Book your free consult today online at bostonvision.com with locations in Brookline, Wellesley, Medford, Milford, and a brand new state-of-the-art surgical center in Andover because your best vision is Boston Vision. Hey folks, it's Brian and Stacy from Norfolk Power. We are your home for all commercial snow removal equipment. Snow removal pros, it's never too early to be prepared, and Norfolk Power is your destination for all commercial snow removal equipment. Get in now for the best selection of snow raiders, pushers, and sanders, and we even carry the full lineup of Metal Plus. Visit any of our Norfolk Power stores in Rentham or Carver, Mass., and Boroughville, Rhode Island. See it all at NorfolkPower.com. Dak Prescott here. Why do I choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because better sleep elevates my game. Only my Sleep Number 360 smart bed helps me fall asleep faster, keeps me cool, and effortlessly adjusts for my best sleep. The result? 28 minutes more restful sleep a night. That's more focus, more edge, and more highlights. And that means more wins for all of us. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed plus free delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. You can beat the heat this summer with some cold, hard cash from FindMassMoney.com. There's over $3 billion of unclaimed property at FindMassMoney.com from things like forgotten bank accounts, stock certificates, insurance proceeds, refund checks, and more. One in ten people have money waiting for them, and that one could be you. Claiming your money is fast, easy, and free. So visit FindMassMoney.com and see if you have unclaimed money waiting for you. That's FindMassMoney.com. I found my money, and so should you. 
Put a stop to what's bugging you with Burgess Pest Management, the trusted pest control company for me, Mike Felger. I've used Burgess Pest for years at my home. I love that they are local and family-owned for almost 100 years. Burgess is so much easier to work with than the national chains, it's not even funny. Burgess Pest offers unlimited pest coverage starting at $39 per month for their popular pad protection plans. Burgess Pest guarantees elimination of rodents, ants, termites, and hundreds of pests. I use Burgess Pest, and you should too. Go to BurgessPest.com. This is Ted Johnson, and almost every year we hear about newly developed technologies to treat joint pain for good reason. One in four U.S. adults are affected by joint pain, and 32 million joint injuries occur each year. I'm here with my guy, Dr. Franke of Boston Prolotherapy. Dr. Franke, have you looked into any new regenerative treatments? I have continuously explored new treatments which might benefit my patients, but I haven't found any studies that have shown higher success rates than the 85% that I can offer my patients at present. So, is prolotherapy regenerative? It is, but your body does it on its own without adding stem cells or other painful procedures. Thanks for the clarification, Dr. Franke. If you have any questions and would like to learn more about alleviating your joint pain, do what I did and call Boston Prolotherapy, 1-833-GO-PROLO. That's 1-833-GO-PROLO, online at bostonprolotherapy.com. Winning on the road is one of the toughest things in sports. But when it comes to driving, the Volkswagen Tiguan and Taos SUVs make winning on the road easy. The versatile Tiguan comes with spacious cargo room for your gear. And the compact Taos delivers big tech like VW Digital Cockpit. Unlike sports, going on the road is actually a good thing when it's in a Volkswagen SUV. Visit your local New England VW dealer today for a test drive. Town Fair Tire sells every name brand tire at the guaranteed lowest price. And Town Fair gives you more free services than any other tire dealer. Nobody beats a Town Fair Tire deal. Nobody. Town Fair Tire. Listen live. Check out our podcast with the 98.5 The Sports Hub app. So this guy, you know, who missed from 53 going in the other direction. Now toward the north end from 51. Tristan out of Washington with his seventh NFL team. Last year with the Chargers. And his kick to the uprights is good. So the Patriots forge back in front. They've got a 13-10 lead. A minute into the fourth. All right, back here on the Shaw's Patriots post-game show. This season as part of their Apex Cares program, Apex Entertainment, will be donating $100 to the New England Center for children for every converted field goal. Every point, every dollar helps. For more information, go to apexentertainment.com. One field goal on the day today. And, uh, oh, geez. Oh, two. Sorry. Two field goals on the day today. And, oh, Bill got real excited about talking about special teams if you – if you heard that in his press conference, you oh we didn't do anything well, we didn't cover well, we didn't but they didn't snap right. He, but our boy um, Schooler looked very good. I've been talking about him. Had a pick today. Nice little interception yeah. at the end of the game as we uh, were talking with Greg Bedard here of the Boston Sports Journal. Uh, Greg, you were down at practice uh, this week. They got very chippy fights. People kicked out. Um, there were a couple of moments in the game today. I thought I saw a little chippiness. But what were your thoughts on the carryover from? the chippiness into the preseason game? Uh, I didn't think that there was much. Um, you know, I thought the whole fight thing was a bit overrated, um, you know, in the aftermath. Um, 
I, you know, th- those things happen. There was really one guy on the Panthers, Kenny Robinson, who was at the center of a lot of things. Um, and, you know, sometimes you're going to get guys like that, especially on teams, younger teams that are trying to establish themselves, like the Carolina Panthers. And, um, you know, I thought that both teams still got plenty. They got all their work in. It wasn't that big of a disruption, something you don't like to see, especially the whole Wilkerson scenario. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty overblown, and I didn't think it was much of a factor uh, tonight at all. Well, Barrymore had Barmore had the uh, the cheap penalty on the quarterback hit, yep. right? Ferentz had a late hit. He got kicked out of breath. And, and the first play of the game, I know it really wasn't chippy, but Godshaw with the uh, the holding on the first play. Of the game, I just thought those were the two times, or maybe two or three times tonight where I go, all right, might be a little something here. Yeah, I'm sure there's a little something, but, you know, nothing that – that was that big of a deal. I mean, the Barmore penalty was just dumb. I mean, <laughs> oh, wicked. You know, it was so far it's after so the play. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, you know, and, yeah, that was just – that was mind-boggling. He's a much better player than that, and, you know, I'm sure he's going to get um, a tongue lashing after that when it comes to the film. Uh, Greg, what did you make of the linebackers for the Patriots uh, so far today? I know a lot of uh, – you know, a lot of time spent spent kind of talking about transitioning from an older group that wasn't necessarily as necessarily as athletic as these guys are. Did you think that they kind of made some strides tonight? Yeah, I thought the I thought the linebackers were really good tonight. I thought um, I thought Bentley. You know, he was one one of my top players of the game. Um, not only did he snuff out the screen, but he was also you know flying through and making plays in the running game, uh, which is sort of a continuation on what we saw out of him last year. I think. He's really built every year on what he's been able to do. He's uh, considered an obvious leader of that group, and uh, he continues to get better every year he plays. I thought uh, Raquan McMillan brought what we saw before his injury last year in terms of you know speed and and playmaking ability. You know that's going to be big. It, the, it, the Patriots do look a bit faster on defense, and then you even go down to you know I thought. Um, uh, what's his name? Oh, Mac Wilson. I thought you know he was a lot better in this game. I I did not like his game as a whole uh, in the first preseason game. I thought he had some coverage issues, but credit to him, it looked like he studied the film, made some corrections because he made two plays in the past game, which he did not do the week before. Including there was a play where he did not follow the quarterback's eyes well enough and wasn't in position to defend a pass where he should have been. And then what do you know, this week he reads the quarterback's eyes, gets into the passing lane, almost picks it off. So it's good to see guys take the mistakes that they make. No one's perfect. And at least take the coaching, learn the lessons, apply it next time out. And so, you know, I thought he was really good. I, You know, Jelani Tavai had some issues in – in coverage, uh, I didn't much watch much of the fourth quarter, so I wasn't sure who's playing um, then. But uh, I do think that the linebackers have been better overall, and I just include the stand-up guys. You, you know, you guys might be referencing their edge guys as well. But you know, it was good to see Uche Perkins made plays at the end of the game, uh, which is nice. You do have to take into some account that they were going against second and third stringers throughout the game, especially the starters. But at least we saw the Patriots' defense dominate which is what they should have done and so it's good for them to you know reach that level of expectation yeah Uche I thought made a nice one-on-one play when Judon took on uh almost a triple team and yeah. if he can get the, those matchups every time that's great but the guy who stood out to me was Anthony Jennings and if you know his story he's had the, the leg injury 
He's had a couple of years now, you know, off. He's he looks good. I, I mean, on the outside, I didn't know he had that kind of speed. And he went up against tackles. I know it was garbage time late, but he's got the moves, and, and maybe he just needed a year or two to come back from it. But do, do you think he could have a role in this team? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, they, he's been one of the stories of Kant to this point. So what he did tonight was not uh, a surprise to those of us who have been down at, at the practice field. Uh, he, after you know a slow first couple days, he's been one of the best playmakers on the whole Patriots defense since then to the point where not only does he have a role, but, you know, he's, if he, if he hasn't edged out Josh Uche yet, he's charging hard because they basically split time as that sort of sub rusher on the outside opposite Judon. And, you know, Jennings has earned it. I mean, he's a, he's a kid who, when he came in, when he first uh, came in as a rookie, He's a tweener. You're not sure where does he play. Is he a stand-up linebacker? He's an edge guy. Does he put his hand down? And I think he really struggled with finding a role. But obviously in this camp, they found something. He's found a role that he's comfortable with. And there's no question that he he is moving towards having a role on this team if he hasn't already solidified one. I want to jump to the other side of the ball, Greg, and, and just talk about the offensive line. What did you see from them tonight? Uh, did they make any strides? I know that you've said that they have uh, struggled to say the least at times during training camp. Did you see any uh, you know positive uh, momentum here tonight? Uh, tough to tell. Uh, you know the the line play, which you guys know that I love. I, I kind of <laughs> have to you know go back and study that. I have to savor it. I have to you yeah, know right. I have to really, oh, really take it in. Yeah, Cole, yeah, Cole yeah, Strange yeah, had the yeah. gloves on tonight, though. That was a little different. <laughs> yeah, he had gloves on tonight. All right, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to oh, ask yeah. him about it. So yeah, that's a that's a big change. Um, but look, revamped offensive line, so it's it's really hard to to read too much into it. I mean, you have Kajus playing left tackle, moving from right tackle to play left tackle. Um, Strange stayed in his spot. Andrews was in his spot. James Ferentz moved from backup center to guard, and then you have <clears throat> Awenu moving from right guard to right tackle. Where you know you can make the argument that that's his best position, but the Patriots just keep trying to make him a guard. <laughs> And, you know, maybe a night like tonight and seeing it on film, maybe it, you know, gets them thinking again that, you know, maybe we need to go to him at tackle. You know, we don't know what the deal is with Isaiah Wynn. Um, he hasn't been I, – I saw him once this week on the rehab field um, doing some work. So you're like, okay, maybe he's getting closer. Then the next day he wasn't out there. So did he have a setback? Like what's going on with him? If that looks like it's going to be a long-term thing, if the Patriots are sort of throwing their hands up and be like, we don't know what the deal is with Win, like we're done waiting for him. Let's try to trade him, get that cap space for like, you know, we'll take a seventh round pick just to get the $10 million cap space back or, you know, half of it back, whatever, however they have to work that. You know, maybe that's the better thing. And you put like, a, you know, an Arlington Hambright or, you know, somebody along those lines at at, at, at right guard and you move a Wenu out to right tackle. Uh, so it was a revamped unit to be sure on the fly. They haven't practiced like that. So it's a tough sp- circumstance for all of them. But I thought the line overall was pretty good. They gave it the sack on the first third down. It looked like it was a bit of a mis- miscommunication issue between Ference and Andrews, probably mostly yeah. Ference's fault. Um, you could tell that Mac Jones still doesn't trust the pass protection because uh, at times I think he was seeing ghosts a little bit, including – his scramble in the red zone, you know, while he made yards out of it, he sort of ducked his head when he had a, he had a really nice pocket. He could have stayed with the play. He didn't. That needs to get – I thought Cole Strange 
did well. I thought it was much improved over, um, you know, the week before. And uh, I thought Kajust had a little bit of a tough time. You know, once we go back and watch the film, I think you're going to have him for about four or five pressures. Uh, but I thought Iwenu did a nice job too. So I didn't think it was a train wreck up front. They still have trouble with the run blocking. Um, some of the outside zone stuff, again, didn't work. Um, some of it was a little bit better. But it's very much a work in progress. I think the big thing with the offensive line is you got to figure out, all right, who the hell's playing? Like, who can we count on? Because, you know, they're down win. Haran, Trent Brown didn't dress tonight. You figure he'll be out there at left tackle, but they need to start as part of this whole offensive, you know, settling things down and really starting to improve and, and get the needle pointed up. They need the five man group up front that they know they're going to roll with and they need to get reps. Yeah, I want to get into uh, that as the team plays Vegas next week. We'll uh, highlight them. And I do just want to ask you about the secondary. We'll do that coming up next. And of course, if you want to jump on with Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal, 617-779-0985. Tim McCone's here tonight. I'm Joe Mari. More of the Shaw's Patriots postgame show coming up on the Safety Insurance 98.5 The Sports of Patriots Radio Network. Mass General Brigham Sports Medicine. Top specialists who understand your athletic dreams, goals, and the need to give back to them. Visit MassGeneralBrigham.org slash sports or call 866-824-9116. Together, we'll write your comeback story. One moment, your business is humming along. Then suddenly, it's not. Cyber attacks are on the rise, hitting businesses large and small. Protect yours with cyber coverage from Safety Insurance. It covers data restoration, data recreation, system restoration, and more. Ask an independent agent about safety insurance, because few things are scarier than the sound of silence. Safety Insurance will help you manage life storms. Let's face it, shopping for a used car isn't always a positive experience. But that is about to change. Honda is bringing the plus side to used car buying with Honda True Used. Shop from a selection of vehicles up to 10 years old. Plus, get a Honda-backed limited warranty and other premium benefits. Learn more online or at your local Honda dealer. And discover the better way to buy used with Honda True Used. At Shaw's, they're perfecting the art of fresh. From mouth-watering marbled beef to grill-ready ribs and succulent steaks for any occasion, whether you shop in-store or online. The Shaw's hometown butchers expertly hand-cut and trim your meat right in-house. Crave variety? Shaw's also offers a broad selection of grass-fed, organic, and plant-based favorites. Special orders are welcome, and they're happy to answer any questions you may have. Just ask. Shop for fresh, delicious meats in-store or online. Shaw's. Quality you can taste. Hey, it's Maz. As Patriots fans, you have been conditioned over the years to expect the best. That's why you should mow your lawn with an errands. They're built like tanks, but they leave your lawn with a perfectly manicured cut. They're so durable and reliable, they're known as the generational mowers because they're passed down from generation to generation. Or maybe it's because they've been in business for five generations. Use the best lawnmower, Aaron's, the official lawnmower of the Patriots. Visit your independent Aaron's dealer to learn more. Homeowners, if you're not using the sun to fight energy inflation and provide reliable backup power to your home, it's time to contact Devlin Solar, the most trusted solar company in New England. To see if your home qualifies, call 800-818-5641 or visit devlinsolar.com. 
Matt D. Slater here. Have you been trying to quit drugs or alcohol on your own, but it's too overwhelming and you give up? It only takes three to five days to detox and hit the reset button. Call AdCare at 1-800-ALCOHOL or visit AdCare.com. Some people don't understand why you've already busted out the sweaters. They may raise a brow at keeping scarecrows out year-round, but you just go ahead. Let them stare, because you eat, sleep, and drink pumpkin at Dunkin'. So sip your classic spiced and iced $3 medium pumpkin spice signature latte, or try the bold pumpkin cream cold brew, an ultra-smooth brew topped with pumpkin cream cold foam. Also $3 for a medium. All so you can fall harder. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. The home of the Rivs, the Sports Hub. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Oh, music How of the game. Brought to you by Live Nation. Spend an evening with James Taylor. And his all-star band, the American Icon, is kicking off the grand opening celebration of the new MGM Music Hall at Fenway on August 29th and August 30th. Get tickets now at mgmfenwaymusichall.com. How sweet it is, Greg Bedard, to have you on uh, Shaw's Patriots postgame tonight with Joe Murray and uh, Tim McCone here. I, what are your thoughts on uh, Jonathan Jones playing on the outside, and how do you think he did tonight? I was definitely dubious of that switch, but I got to tell you, I liked what I saw tonight. I mean, he is a little grabby on the outside. Uh, even on the first possession, there was a third down overthrow to end the drive, and Jonathan Jones is still trying to grab the guy's shoulder pads as they're going down the field, and you worry a little bit about that and his pass defense in the end zone. There was a lot of contact on that uh, pro move to look back for the ball, maybe avoided a flag there. You could also see a flag being thrown there in the in the regular season, and you would you would understand that. But um, you know, I, so far I like what I've seen. I, I, th- th- it will be a big test in Vegas. I mean, with Devonte Parker and Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller and you know whoever else um, that they have, it's going to be a big test. I think we'll we'll see how that shapes up a little bit more. Um, so I I'm looking forward to that, but I thought tonight you know he's he's a vet, he's savvy, he gives you sticky coverage on the outside, you know not the biggest guy, so you worry a little bit about that, but um, you know perhaps they're eyeing you know Tyreek Hill and, and Jalen Waddle and the Dolphins in Week One, but uh, you know I I do think and I think you guys may, probably would have probably saw it tonight in the last two preseason games. I mean, when you're looking now that Malcolm Butler and Juwan Williams are down for the season, now you look at the other guys and, you know, Jack Jones, he, you know, he's a playmaker, uh, you know, Terrence Mitchell, you know, he's made some plays, but you know, not overly great. Sean Wade has shown up in the games a lot more than he has in the practices. I could tell you that much. So maybe that just shows you that he's more of a, a game guy. Maybe he'll get more of a chance uh, coming this week because he's certainly a bubble guy at this point. But, you know, so far I like what I see out of Jonathan Jones, even though I do think it's a bit of an indictment on the cornerback room altogether that they've decided to move him to the outside. Yeah, you touched on Jack Jones a little bit there, Greg, but I wanted to get your thoughts on him as well as uh, Marcus Jones, the two rookies. Uh, what do you think of them tonight? And, and what kind of camps are those guys uh, kind of putting together as a whole? Uh, I didn't see them a whole lot in this game. You know, sorry, on these night games, I, I'm pretty much writing uh, most of the second half. Um, you know, I did see the the Marcus Jones sort of uh, punt 
when he got run into, uh, which obviously is not his fault. But, no. uh, you know, just in general, you know, I've been impressed with both Jack Jones and Marcus Jones. I mean, I think Marcus got off to a slower start. He had the injury that he was coming back from, but uh, he's shown that he can play multiple spots in the secondary. And he's sort of, you know, if he's if he's not head to head with Miles Bryant for the s- slot job, he's just behind, and and he's the type of kid who makes gains every day. So you know, I really, I really like him. What I've seen out of him, you know, Jack Jones started off fast uh, with the offseason workouts, kind of cooled in training camp, but yeah, he's very aggressive. Seems to make plays. He's kind of boom and bust at this point, but uh, I'm sure with more experience and more reps, he'll he'll be on the positive side of those a lot more than some of his bus plays. Greg, obviously we'll see McCordy and Phillips as, as the safeties with Duggar, uh, maybe inside the box at times, but I've heard thing, great things about Jabril Peppers. Um, what has been your assessment on Peppers, and do you think he could see time in the slot as well? Yeah, uh, incomplete, I would say, on Peppers. I mean, you know, he's shown up a couple of times, but he hasn't really gotten a whole lot of time. I mean, I think if you're if you're reading overly positive reports about Jabril Peppers to this point, I think they're being a little optimistic. Yeah, bro- broadcast was uh, very optimistic tonight. <laughs> very optimistic. Uh, but, I mean, I, I why wasn't he out there tonight? I mean, he was dressed. I mean, I, I was... I was looking forward to seeing him, you know, and sort of get more of a picture of, you know, what they see out of him. But it's a very, very crowded room, especially with Joshua Bledsoe. Uh, you know, he forced a fumble tonight. He's been showing up all summer. Um, the, like you said, they have Duggar, they have Phillips, they have McCourty. I assume Peppers is a unique guy in terms of his build. Like, I remember the first time I saw him, I was like, that's no safety. That's like a linebacker. I mean, he's he's a big dude, so... I would assume he'd be sort of a sub-package linebacker type guy, um, but it's going to be an interesting sort of you know cut down and roster creation here because we know how Bill loves his special teams guy and you know a guy like Brandon Schooler, he's on all the special teams. He's going to have to stick. Um, you know Jelani Tavai, Belichick loves him. What about Harvey Lange? I mean, there's a bunch of guys. Cody that, Davis you know, made a ton of tackles tonight. He ran down. I saw him involved oh, a lot tonight. Cody too. Davis is like you know one of he's he's got one of Bill's golden special team spots. So he's <laughs> yeah, not going literally. anywhere. And Schooler seems on his way to one. So that's I don't know if he's gonna. I doubt he's gonna cut Cody Davis. So who else is gonna be out? You know, if you're making room for Schooler. So it's a very crowded room. Um, you just, it'll be interesting to see how they actually piece it all together between the cornerbacks and the safeties and the sub linebackers and things like that. They have a lot of guys. Uh, Greg, you think little Jordan Humphreys is playing his way onto this roster? Uh, doubtful. I mean, you know, another guy who shows up in special teams, he's done a nice job in, in, you know, receptions in terms of, you know, junk time in these preseason games, who's he playing against? You know, obviously Zappy loves him. Uh, I don't know how, how much how much goodwill that earns you yeah, right, right. when it comes to a roster spot, but no, there's no question. He's come in here. He's made plays on offense. He makes plays on special teams. That gets you on the radar. At the end of the day, how many receivers are they going to keep? Especially if they don't trade somebody, it's it's going to be tough for one of the. Is he going to jump over Trey Nixon? Possible. Does Trey Nixon even have a spot? I don't know. It's that's another tough room where it's it's very tough to go beyond the five that they have. Uh, but, you know, with Humphreys able to play special teams, that's the way to earn 
being sort of that sixth guy. Could could he potentially be in a roster battle with Devin Asiasi if they kept the third tight end? Is he someone that could? I'm not saying put his hand on the ground and block, but could he fill that role if they decided to go with an extra wide receiver over a tight end? Oh no, we're back to the uh, wide receivers converted. I, I, listen, it's I thought all we were done with Nikhil Harry. I'm just doing my job, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Uh, I understand where you're going with that. And, uh, look, I, I don't rule it out. He's a big dude. Um, the Patriots, especially what they've done with their offense now, the tight ends have to block a lot. Uh, I don't know how much he's able to do that. You know, we'll see. Uh, it would be tough considering Hunter Henry's durability issues to go down to two main tight ends with how much they're going to play them. That might be rough, but you know if they do decide to do that, I guess it's possible. Well, Jordan Humphrey, uh, big, big. You would think he'd be little, but he is. Uh, he is not. He's not little by. Uh, by oh, he's not. He's big and <laughs> he's definitely big. Uh, we'll have uh, one more segment here with Greg Bedard from the Boston Sports Journal, and we'll talk about the the Vegas football team and Josh McDaniels. I will do that coming up after Tim McCones. Sports Hub headlines, but first, let's pause 10 seconds for station ID on the Safety Insurance 98.5, the Sports Hub Patriots Radio Network. This is Boston's most listened to sports station. Boston's home for sports. 98.5, Sports Hub. Sports Hub headlines. All right, the Patriots with the 2010 win over the Panthers tonight. Wide receiver Tyquan Thornton did leave this game with a shoulder injury. Meanwhile, Kendrick Bourne did not dress. Bill Belichick saying postgame that Bourne was, quote, not available. NFL Network's Mike Giardi tweeting out during the game that Bourne is not injured. Uh, two other games on the schedule tonight in the NFL. The Packers with the 2010 win over the Saints. And the Texans lead the Rams right now 7-6 early on in the third quarter. Red Sox, meanwhile, Falling to the Orioles tonight, 15-10. to 10. Sports of Headlines brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Valvoline Instant Oil Change wants to help you prepare your car for all your road trips. They offer completely contactless service with their 15-minute drive-through service. You don't even need to make an appointment. Visit GetAnOilChange.com for a coupon to save on your next oil change. I'm Tim McCone. Postgame continues next on the Safety Insurance 98.5, the Sports of Patriots Radio Network. Town Fair Tire sells every name brand tire at the guaranteed lowest price. And Town Fair gives you more free services than any other tire dealer. Nobody beats a Town Fair Tire deal. Nobody. Town Fair Tire. The name to know when the trains don't flow. John Sewer. We get the job done. John Sewer is Boston's home team when it comes to defending against clogged drains. With over 40 years servicing the area's most complex drain problems, a fleet of 50 trucks, and round-the-clock emergency service for your most dire needs, John Sewer should be the play that you call when all of your drain issues pop up. Go to johnsewer.com. John Sewer. We get the job done. Hey, it's so. A month ago, I was barbecuing by my pool with some company over. No shocker, but this specific day, it had a twist. I was with Paige and Kelsey from Awaken 180. 
was supposed to be a quick cooking demo video became a full day of, you know, coming to my house, hanging out by the pool and barbecuing. We had some fun. Just like celebrity chefs, we ate like kings, and we even threw back a few tasty beverages. The best part, thanks to Paige, I now have the new way of popping my champagne bottles. Popped it off with a knife and one swoop. Speaking of, why am I just learning now how to do this? Anyway, it was a full day and it reminded me how much fun the team at Awaken 180 is. The same fun all the coaches bring to work each and every day. And if you want to see the video, just hop on the Awaken 180 Facebook page. It's right there at the top. And if you're ready to experience the Awaken 180 experience, schedule a consultation today. Call 844-346-1800. That's 844-346-1800. Or just go online at awaken180weightloss.com. When it's time to grow, you'll know. Ah, finally found a quiet space. Now I can get something done. Daddy's busy, girls. He's on a work call. But, Dad, I have the playhouse from noon until 1 for a tea party. And my dolls and I can't reschedule our nap time today either. <sighs> okay, okay. Daddy's legs were falling asleep anyway. You know, Dad, if we had a bigger house, you could have a grown-up office. And we could have our playhouse back. You two are so smart. We, we take after Mom. A jumbo mortgage loan from Clinton Savings Bank may be the perfect fit if your dreams are getting bigger. Or if you are thinking of refinancing to lower your monthly payment, you may save hundreds of dollars each month. Visit ClintonSavings.com to check our rates. We've got some of the lowest rates around in our area. Hurry and get pre-qualified today. As rates continue to rise, your monthly payment doesn't have to. Number FDIC, member DIF, equal housing lender. NMLS number 422081. Call 888-744-4272 for details about credit costs and terms. All loans subject to credit approval. Matthew Slater here. Have you been trying to quit drugs or alcohol on your own, but it's too overwhelming and you give up? It only takes three to five days to detox and hit the reset button. Call AdCare at 1-800-ALCOHOL or visit AdCare.com. Hardwood Machine Corporation of Newburyport is now hiring and has an immediate need for CNC machinists, programmers, operators, assembly technicians, and more. Take your skills to Hardwood Machine and manufacture critical components for key military aero engine programs. Sign on bonuses of up to $20,000. Apply at ArwoodMachine.com. Arwood Machine, an equal opportunity employer. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Massachusetts Army National Guard. Aired by the Massachusetts Broadcasters Association at this station. The NFL season is right around the corner in DraftKings. The official daily fantasy partner of the NFL is giving all new customers a free shot at a $1 million top prize during week one. Connecticut and New Hampshire listeners, you can also bet on the NFL with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings app now and use code SportsHub to receive this limited time offer. That's code SportsHub only at DraftKings. Adam Jones, Knights on the Sports Hub. Hey, infinitely, the time Montgomery had a drive early, drive starting catch early on this series, has a chance to finish it with a run up the middle. Touchdown, Patriots. All right, a reminder that every trip into the red zone this season is brought to you by Wind Waste Innovations, the official waste and recycling services provider for the New England Patriots in Gillette Stadium. Visit win-waste.com to get win waste on your team today. It is the Shaw's Patriots postgame show. It's Joe Murray, it's Tim McCone, and Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal. Uh, before we get into Vegas, 
uh, next week. Ty Montgomery uh, did score a touchdown tonight. I had a couple pa- pass catch out of the backfield. I mean, kind of looks like just a kind of a, fit, a good fit for this offense, uh, Greg. W- would you say? Have you been seeing that in practice as well? Yeah, I thought he was great tonight, and I thought um, not that things changed dramatically when he entered the game on that third possession, but he definitely gives them something. And uh, you know, I've I've referred to him as sort of Debo Samuel light. Um, you know, very thick, thickly built like Debo. Um, you know, not quite the change of direction in the athlete that Debo Samuel is, but uh, I liked how, you know, when he got a chance to run, he put his, he made a nice cut on one run that was about six or seven yards, uh, you know, inside the 10, he put his head down, broke a tackle, um, to gain a few more. And then he went in for the score. Uh, I thought, I thought he was really good. And I think he gives them something different. And, you know, as a play caller, um, you know, like Matt Patricia, sometimes you're just looking for easy yards as much as possible, sort of how they use Cordero Patterson uh, when he was here. And uh, I think the, you'll see the Patriots moving forward as we get into the regular season do some sort of, uh, you know, get, when Montgomery's in the game, like he can line up at wide receiver, almost like sort of like Aaron Hernandez and Patterson where – you can line up a wide receiver, and then all of a sudden you run a quick play, and the defense is caught unaware, and he's in the backfield. You hand off, and now you get a cheap five yards off of tackle. I think they're going to need, especially early on in the season, they're going to need that stuff. And I think that he can he can provide yards when this team is struggling to put things together, as we saw tonight. Uh, Greg, want to stay on the offensive side of the ball here, and uh, Phil Perry with a report uh, earlier tonight saying that some teams are starting to sniff around. Uh, you know, this receiver group for the Patriots, it felt like, you know, going into the year, if one of these guys was going to be potentially on the trading block, it was going to be Nelson Aguilar. But it feels like he's starting to come on of late. Obviously, he had the 45-yard catch uh, today. What do you think about Aguilar? And what do you think about uh, if there is a receiver kind of that potentially could be the odd man out? Who do you think it might be? Yeah, I think Aguilar's done a really nice job this summer. He's certainly uh, far beyond where he was um, in the first season where he just – it wasn't his own. It wasn't all his own fault. Uh, some of it was a rookie quarterback and a bad offensive line for the first half of the season. But he had trouble finding his ideal role, and I think that he, uh, I think he's benefited by them moving him side a, a little bit more with Devontae Parker here. Now Aguilar has to play inside more, where I think he was better with the Raiders, and he's a little bit more comfortable. So I think that's helped him. He's done a really nice job. Um, yeah, I sort of you know reported and heard similar that I knew a lot of teams were tuning in to tonight to watch and sort of see Bourne because they know what's going on with him. And, uh, you know, I think that out of the guys that they have, I think that Bourne, considering his contract is more modest, would be easier to move. I think people would be uh, very much, you know, open to him. But, you know, we don't know exactly how the Patriots feel about uh, their receivers and Bourne in particular. All right, we got Greg Bedard from the Boston Sports Journal on. We got people who want to ask you questions, Greg. So let's go to them right now. All right. Uh, let's start with Paul, who's in Marshfield. What's going on, Paul? Yeah, uh, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, Greg, I appreciate you being on. But I, I was a little concerned by your comment that they're thinking of shopping around Isaiah Wynn for and getting a seventh round pick because it makes it abundantly clear that Bill has a drafting problem. He's like somebody, when it comes to drafting, he's like somebody who shouldn't drink but drinks anyways. 
And with drafting, I mean, clearly this is another first-round bust. What do you think? I wouldn't call Win a, a bust. I understand where you're going, Paul, and and you know I don't necessarily disagree with you know it would be another sort of criticism of Bill the drafter. But I think you know especially with Win in the fifth year of his deal. First of all, at least he got to the fifth year of his deal, which you know not all guys do. Even you could look at. Um, uh, the quarterback with uh, the Giants, uh, he's not. Yeah, Daniel Jones, yeah. Daniel Jones, he didn't even get his fifth-year option picked up. Um, and, and I think some of it, I, I want to give the Patriots the benefit of the doubt because the way it's the fifth-year option is one of the few mechanisms that actually can work against the team and it isn't to the team's benefit. Most cost controls and contract controls are for the team's benefit, but actually. You know, if you remember right, the Patriots um, over a year ago, it was early in the, I think I want to say March or April of not this past year, but the year before, that's when the Patriots had to make a decision on his fifth year option this year. And so the Patriots are like, all right, well, you know, he's a good serviceable tackle. Even at the fifth year, if he's a starter level, $10 million isn't that much. The problem was that in the Patriots, you know, maybe they haven't done their homework on some of their guys, but. As soon as they picked up that fifth-year option, that basically made gave Isaiah Wynn less incentive to work and to report for things. And he didn't report at all two years ago yeah. to the offseason. Yeah. This year, he barely reported mm-hmm. to the offseason. And so I'm sure that was a surprise to the Patriots. Should it have been? I'm not sure. But, you know, there's no question. With hindsight now, would the Patriots have picked up that option knowing what they know now about when the way he's traded the, treated the offseason the past couple of years and how, you know, at times uh, they've questioned some of his effort in the games last year at least? Um, no, I don't think they would have. And so I, I don't totally blame the team. Part of it's the system, but there's no doubt. I mean, look, we can't get into was, was somebody a draft mistake now, especially in somebody's fifth year. What's best for the team? And is it keeping a $10.5 million cap hit on the books for a guy who's not very reliable? Or should they just move on, get that cap space, and apply it? You know, maybe make a deadline deal for something that they need, maybe a cornerback or something like that at some point? Or, you know, are you just going to compound the error and play it out? Yeah, and I just think with Kajus playing, he's probably their third tackle. I don't know if you can move on from another one. I don't know who else could step up. Uh, Haran, you know, he, he got hurt. But, yeah, tackle's not easy to find uh, in the National Football League. Let's talk to uh, Adams and Malden. Hey, Adam. Hey, how are we doing tonight, guys? Good. So I just I, I kind of wanted to get on the defensive side and, um, you know, bring up one of the greatest, honestly, in my opinion, the one of the greatest defensive players in our franchise history where I really – at the end of the day, I can't recall and uh, to Paul and saying, you know, Belichick can't draft. At the end of the day, he is drafted Hall of Famers. And I was thinking about Dante Hightower, how he brought 13 great years to our organization, was always loyal, always calling the plays, reading the quarterback, even the greatest comeback in the NFL. Thanks, thanks Adam. I, we can go on and on about that. I was going to say Jordan Richards. His, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. His locker's still open. I didn't know though, where right? he was going with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, what Dante Hightower? Do you think he's still in the mix? Is high, I believe his locker is still available, or still they're still there. By the way, I don't think he's played thirteen years. I was like, wait, Dante played thirteen years? It's been more like nine, but um, ten. Yeah, okay. twenty twelve draft. Yeah, yeah. He sat out yeah, a season, but it, so. 
you know, by the way, if anybody's watched that Manti Teo um, documentary on Netflix. Greg, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, did you see Dante Hightower pop up on that? Yes. uh, Stage. Keekly like, oh and Hightower are so much bigger yes. than Manti Teo on that. You're like, oh my god, yeah. That's I know. I haven't gotten to part two yet, so don't spoil it for me, right. McComb. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, look, he's been a great player for this team. There's no doubt. But uh, and great to have an emergency situation. If say Bentley goes down, he would be a perfect guy. But I think you know Bentley's going to play. They needed to get younger. They needed to get faster. They have a they have multiple guys that could improve them at that spot where Dante is at his point of his career. And um, I'm not really interested in him at this point. But you know, you never know what Belichick's going to do. Uh, what are you expecting uh, as the team heads to Vegas tomorrow night? Miami Dolphins, Vegas Raiders. Might have to watch, get get our popcorn ready for that one. But what, what do you expect between the two teams? Well, I know the Raiders left a bunch of players at home um, for that trip because they have – I don't know if they already had one, but they had, well, they had to go up for the Hall of Fame game. Something about like they've had to go to the East Coast like way too much. And so they left a bunch – like 30-something guys at home. So I assume their starters are staying behind. Um, the, I, I think – and this is sort of the column that I'm writing right now – uh, for BSJ is like, I think this is a huge week for the offense. Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of people will say, oh, well, after this week, they even have basically like two weeks to get ready for the season opener. That's plenty of time to get things settled and get things right on offense. We've seen it in the past. I just think you're fooling yourselves if you think that like this collection of offensive talent and where they are and the coaches and things like that can just snap their finger and all of a sudden they can be, you know, they 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 were six in points last year in the NFL with a rookie quarterback and a bunch of new guys here. I think that that doesn't get talked about enough around here. And I think if the Patriots are going to hit the ground running with those first four games that are really tough, it's got to start this week. Hopefully that touchdown drive sort of propels them forward. I think that's being a little bit optimistic. Um but who knows? Stranger things have happened. But I think them going there this week, they need a really strong practice. They need to build off of this into the game, into the practices, into the game, and then into those two weeks of preparation because the clock is ticking and they are behind schedule and they need to get their arms around this. Used to be no days off. Now they get weekends off. Oh, hell uh, yeah. All the time. <laughs> Another weekend off for the. Uh, for the Patriots, he's Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal. Check out all his stuff there. He's got his new columns coming up and also his preview uh, from tonight's preseason victory over Carolina. Greg, appreciate your time tonight, and we'll catch up with you next week. Sounds good. See you, boys. Thanks, right, Greg. Greg Bedard of the Boston Sports Journal. We'll, uh, we'll take a look at the Vegas Raiders. Old friend Chandler Jones now part of the roster. Hall of Famer, potentially. A lot of sacks, man. So I'll continue the